Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1657. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Hey, I'm revved up and very excited to be talking to a longtime local friend of mine, Gerald Greenfield, who's calling in from Lake Taps, which isn't too far from where I live here in Gig Harbor, Washington. Gerald, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Ready to go. All right, cool. Hey, before I give you a proper introduction, I want you to share one little thing with us today that maybe most people don't know about you. Well, um, everybody knows me uh, through the car hobby, and of course, I was a dentist for 35 years, but very few people know that I love to garden. I worked, started working when I was 15 years old uh, at a garden feed store in West Seattle, and I worked there for eight years during high school and college, learned the trade of running a business and also to garden. And it's always been a passion. So I do all my own gardening and landscaping. We're still harvesting cucumbers and tomatoes and spring beans. And it's been a wonderful summer. So I'm a gardener. Well, no, that's cool. I like to get out in the yard and do things too. My wife teases me because she says I treat every rhododendron like a bonsai. I'll sit there and clip and get back and look at it and walk around and clip. And she just takes a chainsaw and cuts it off of the base and said, these things will grow back. They're just big weeds. But uh, yeah, I like doing it too. It gives me a chance to kind of think differently and I like to listen to podcasts and music. So we share that together. Wonderful. Yeah, let me give Gerald a proper introduction here. Gerald Greenfield is a life member of the Classic Car Club of America. He's also a multi-decade member of the Lincoln Owners Club, the Horseless Carriage Club, the Model A Ford Club of America, the early V8 Ford Club, the Vintage Chevrolet Club, the Mercedes-Benz Club, and the National Woody Club. He is involved in a lot of clubs. He's participated in numerous Concord Elegance events around the country, winning awards, including Best of Shows. He has served as honorary chief judge and chief judge at many Concord events and is a master judge in the Classic Car Club of America. He serves on the board of directors for a local museum just down the road from me, the LeMay America's Car Museum, and chairs the collection and exhibits committee there as well. They just recently reopened two weeks ago. Very excited for them about that. Gerald's current classic is a 1934 Packard V12 club sedan, but he also drives and owns a 51 Chevrolet Deluxe two-door sedan, a 71 Corvette ZR1 Roadster, a 2011 Mercedes SLS AMG Going, and a 2016 Corvette convertible. So you can tell he likes to travel in style, but he also likes to go fast. We'll be back in just a minute to talk more with Gerald about his passion for cars, but first, a word from our valued sponsors that make Cars Yeah possible. Give them a listen. Better yet, give them a little business. That's why we're here every day. Just keep your seatbelt on. We're going to have some fun. Be right back. Did you know the most damaging thing to your vehicle's interior is the sun. Those harsh UV rays damage your interior over time. They crack your dash. They fade the colors. And the heat makes getting into your favorite ride downright unbearable. My friends at Covercraft have the perfect solution for you. Their sunscreens are easy to use. They take seconds to install and remove and protect your vehicle while parked in the sun. They fold up easily and store away for those times you don't want to use your car cover. I have one for every one of my vehicles 
and you should too. They come in a variety of colors and options featuring an accordion design that makes unfolding and folding them a breeze. Want to give a gift that keeps on giving? Buy a Covercraft sunscreen for your family members and friends. They'll thank you for it every time they park their vehicle. They're custom made to fit almost any vehicle. Check out Covercraft.com for a huge number of styles, colors, and options. And here's something special from me here at Cars yeah, just for you. Use the code ya 120 at checkout at Covercraft.com and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. Go to Covercraft.com and use the code yeah 120 at checkout and you get 10% off. You can thank me later. Covercraft, they've got you covered. I found a new way to protect my vehicle. American Collectors Insurance. That's who now protects my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush. But did you know they also insure your valuable collectibles of automobilia and automotive collectibles? If you're like me, you've invested in a lot of cool automotive collectibles over the years. Those items are valuable. And if you were to lose them in a theft or a fire, well, try to get your normal homeowner's insurance to pay you what they're worth. Good luck with that. American Collectors Insurance provides you with assurance and confidence that your collectibles are fully covered. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting us automotive enthusiasts since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a history of taking care of their clients. Give them a call today for a quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love. I did. American Collectors Insurance, classic car and collectible insurance designed by collectors for collectors, just like you and me. All right, Gerald, we're back. I'm very excited to be talking to you because Gerald knows I've been chasing him for a long time. Being a local guy, I've known him for a long time. I've seen him at many local events as well as down at Pebble and other car events around the country. But I want to start by asking you this, Gerald. What's an inspirational quote or maybe some kind of mantra that you live by? It's a nice way to get the wheels turning here on cars, yeah? So I know you love to drive, buddy. Grab the wheel. Okay. I thought about that very seriously, and I honestly did not come up with an answer for the question that you're asking. However, being a car guy, there are some logos and things that I've always remembered and admire. And uh, I'll read them to you here. Yeah. So it's a completely different answer. That's okay. Two of the best. Packard, ask the man that owns one. <laughs> I, th- I think that is a classic logo slogan for a car manufacturer. And they use that for years. And it took Packard a long ways. So ask the man who owns one. But probably the most interesting and in some ways inspirational is a logo that uh, the Jordan Automobile Company used back in 1923, and it's entitled Somewhere West of Laramie. Mm. And you'll have to look it up because it is a a wonderful uh, logo that in 1923, Ned Jordan was on a train heading west to San Francisco, and he had to come up with something to be pr- to be printed in the Saturday evening post for their next ad. And the train pulled into a town and there was a woman on horseback with a very spirited horse. And he was, he watched her and he was very intrigued and thought that, man, that is just fantastic. Uh, so the train started to pull out of town and he asked the fellow next to him, he says, where are we? 
And the answer was somewhere west of Laramie. <laughs> so he, he, he that hit him that that was the inspiration for his ad. And the ad shows a woman in a early Jordan Roadster speeding along with her hair flowing and a, fell a cowboy on a horse uh, riding beside her wow. behind the car. It's a beautiful ad. You really have to read it. And it really became, I think, considered the most famous automobile ad of its time. So once again, didn't answer your question, but something that the readers or your <laughs> listeners might enjoy. Absolutely. I think it's fantastic. You know, I've worked in marketing for many, many years and had to come up with advertising ideas and slogans and things. And when it comes to mar uh, car marks, those are spectacular ones. And I love you sharing the history of that. Of course, I love German sports cars. So Porsche, there is no substitute or BMW, the ultimate driving machine. These are all great things that inspire people. And of course, those of us who love old cars, uh, yeah, ask anyone who owns one, any man who owns one, the Packard, that's a fantastic one as well. I would love to talk about, since your your business was as a physician, as a dentist, and we, we love our dentists. I, I've got a great dentist here in Gig Harbor who's taken care of me for years, and his son-in-law now has taken over the practice, so I had the next generation. But I want to talk cars with you today, Gerald, and you've been in the car world for a long, long time. I'd love for you to Share with us how you maybe got into this this hobby, and we'll talk more in detail about specifics on that, but more so about how you've really wrapped your life into being involved with clubs, judging concours events, getting involved, sitting on boards. This is fantastic. You figured out a way to wrap your passion for cars into your life. So take us on a little journey all about your life and cars. Thank you. I'd love to do that. I've been retired for 13 years, so I've been out of the, quote, business profession, you might say, for a long time. I did practice 35 years, and the car hobby goes back to a very early age, and I knew I would never have a spare moment once I retired that I had so much to do and, and so many interests related to the car hobby. I guess I have two passions. One is concord judging, and I'm very fortunate. I've been judging at major concours for the last 20 years. I started with the actually with the Classic Car Club, learning to judge, uh, going back into the early 80s. But very involved with concord judging, and uh, I'm also very involved with uh, the organization called ICJAG, which is the International Chief Judges Advisory Group. This is a group that's headed by Ed Gilbertson, the past head judge of Pebble Beach. And it's an organization that's comprised of about 30 international judges. And the emphasis of ICJAG is authenticity and originality. And we've developed a judging form, a 100-point judging form, with a three-point bonus that is now being used internationally at many Concord events. And what it does, it allows judges to go from Concord to Concord, and they're familiar with the judging procedure, they're familiar with the judging form, and it's it's been a great boost to Concord judging. So I'm, I'm very proud of that. I miss deeply this year the fact that all the Concords have been canceled uh, we would be looking forward to right now uh, the Las Vegas Concours and then on to Hilton Head Island in South Carolina, both wonderful concours. So anyway, that's that's one of my passions. The other one 
is the LeMay America's Car Museum. Yes. And I know that you're very involved with that also. And I can't can't say enough good about it. We're so fortunate to have this facility, this organization right here in our neighborhood. It's the largest car museum in North America, and I understand the second largest in the world. It's changing all the, as far as the exhibits and the cars, continually changing. So if you were down there a year or two ago, it'll look entirely different as far as the physical museum itself. But the museum is also involved with uh, an organization called RPM and America's Automotive Trust. And and this is, uh, these are fundraising entities that are used to promote car restoration, to promote our hobby, giving scholarships to young, uh, young people that are interested in going into the trade of maintaining and restoring collector cars. And this is becoming a bigger problem. We recently lost our number one restoration group here in the Northwest, and that was Murray Auto Restoration up in Everett. Paul and Al Murray, for decades, restored numerous cars that went to Pebble Beach, but also uh, newer cars also. And we just lost them. It was a major resource. That, that These are very good friends of mine. I worked with them over the last 30 years on cars, and and I miss deeply the fact that that's disappeared. So the museum is involved with America's Automotive Trust promoting young people to get into this industry, and I'm very excited about that. So I do serve on the board, and I'm, I'm the chairman of the collection and exhibits committee, and we basically plan ahead. We've got a like almost a five-year plan for future exhibits, and we change and modify that as necessary, but we're continually changing the main exhibits. The museum's been closed the last seven months. It just reopened, as Mark said. Very happy about that, although it's only three days a week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The Celine exhibit went in before the museum closed. It's going to continue for a while as the the, uh, main exhibit on the main floor. A very exciting, and and, uh, we're so lucky to have Celine involved with the museum now. So we pick the exhibits. We also go through the collection, continually monitoring the cars. Uh, cars are donated to the museum, and we're always trying to improve the collection, deciding which cars. Uh, and there are cars that are still in storage that the LeMay family donated that were cars that would really never make it to the uh, main floor of the, of the museum because of their condition. And, and so we decide which cars we're going to put up for auction so it, it's an exciting event. Uh, Renee Christ is the curator, a wonderful woman, very knowledgeable, very lucky to have her overlooking the collection. So anyway, I spend my spare time doing car stuff. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Well, of course, uh, Tech Force is a charity of choice here on Cars Yeah. My listeners hear that on my show every day. Uh, of course, I had uh, Jennifer Mayer, CEO of Tech Force Foundation, America's Trust, and RPM Foundation, those great combination uh, umbrellas that overlook all these different things. And I've had a variety of people from the museum, all the way back to David Madera, who I have known for decades when he first got involved with Nancy LeMay and Harold LeMay to get that museum built. Scott Keller, uh, you mentioned Renee Christ, who I've been friends with since I moved here 26 years ago, and Chrissy Wells, uh, just wonderful group of people. And I encourage anyone who's going to be in the Pacific Northwest, take the time 
to go to LeMay America's Car Museum. It's absolutely fantastic. And of course, Ed Gilbertson, IC Jag. I just had Cece Muldoon on the show a few weeks ago, who's involved oh, with great. IC Jag. Yep, she was a guest here on Cars Yeah from the UK and had many people who are involved with IC Jag. So another wonderful judging organization. I always like to ask my guests a question about a big challenge that they've faced. And this could be car related, could be in searching for a car, could be in life, it could be anything. But the real reason for this question is more about how you came out on the positive end. What was the lesson learned? So take us on a little trip, would you, Gerald? Well, it would have to be a a personal thing. I've been very fortunate from a car standpoint. I've had many, many wonderful cars involved with restorations. But uh, after I graduated from dental school in 1972, uh, the Vietnam War was still on, and I went into the Army. I had a one-year hospital internship, so I spent three years in the Army. And when I got out of the service, had decided a year before that I would open an office in Federal Way with a classmate of mine, a very good friend. Uh, this was in what was called West Campus. It was a brand-new community being developed just west of the main area of Federal Way. And uh, we opened this office, no patients. We were the first building in West Campus. Big, very exciting deal. Went through a a difficult year after that. Uh, Went through a divorce. And my partner, his wife decided she didn't like living in Western Washington. And so Uh I was informed after that year that they were going to move back to Eastern Washington, which left me holding the bag for a brand new office, a big loan, no pay, a few patients. We were, we were getting started though. Anyway, I doubled down, took over the office, took on a second job, working in the dental field in another office, worked six days a week, and within two years pulled it all together. It was a difficult time, but it, it was it really taught me, you know, stay with it, work hard. It all worked out. I've had a wonderful life and career ever since. Wow. Well, you know, a lot of people look at successful people and they go, oh, it must have been easy the whole the whole time. And rarely is it easy. There's always a beginning that no one ever knows about. And definitely for you, oh, the struggles of a divorce and then a business partner leaving abruptly and you get stuck with a building and a lease and all of that. And, you know, starting any business, whether it's a medical business or a car restoration, it takes time to build these things. They don't just come along. So I appreciate you sharing a really challenging time in your life. And of course, having known you for as long as I have, your perseverance is really the key there that got you through that and and you stayed with it. And I commend you that. But you took a second job. And when a lot of people would go, well, a doctor has to take a second job? Well, when you're just starting and you have no patience, yeah. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. You do whatever it takes. Well, bravo to you. Kudos to you. But again, I'm not surprised knowing you, Gerald, and who you are. Let's take a short break and thank our sponsors. We come back. I'm going to dive into this personal relationship that you have with cars because, boy, you love cars. And when I mentioned the cars that are currently in your garage, people probably went, whoa, that guy's kind of all over the place. He's having some fun. So sit tight. We'll be right back. Keep the seatbelt on. And we will talk cars with Gerald Greenfield. See you in a minute. Let's take a pit stop from the conversation and talk about my charity of choice here at Cars Yeah, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through auto-related events, car shows, and drives. 
One of those nonprofits is very near and dear to my heart because it's right down the road from the Cars Yeah headquarters. It's the LeMay America's Car Museum in Tacoma, Washington. One of the world's truly great automobile collections and one of those must-see bucket list destinations for car people like you and me. If you haven't seen it, I hope you make a trip soon. And if you have seen it, it's probably time to visit again. To learn more about this fantastic museum, go to www.americascarmuseum.org. And while you're there, you can donate to help them keep their engines running. That's www.americascarmuseum.org. What do you do after running a race team for 27 years with over 100 professional wins, multiple wins at the 24-hour of Daytona, and a win at Le Mans? Well, if you're Kevin Buckler, racer and the racing group's team owner, you create Adobe Road Winery. Located in Petaluma, California, he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series, four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. Like racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, and a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends titled Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today I'm going to tell you about Redline. It's a rich and complex blend delivering a taste of ripe blackberries, black cherry licorice, and a hint of toasty oak. An added very cool option is that this features the world's first interactive wine label. That's right. When you pour the wine, the three-dimensional tachometer actually hits the red line. It's incredible. The Racing Series is a killer gift for the automotive enthusiast in your life, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code CARSYEAH, all one word, in all caps, when you go to checkout, you'll get $10 off any purchase of wines from the Racing Series. The wine ships promptly and arrives quickly right at your door. Use the code CARSYEAH at checkout for $10 off of your purchase today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the Racing Series. Go to adoberoadwines.com and use the code CARSYEAH to save $10 today. Cheers! My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read. Whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH. And you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right. $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yow for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. All right, Gerald, we are back. And I want to hear a story from you that inst uh, really instigated this personal passion you have for cars, that pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were destined to be a lifelong car guy. Well, I look back and as honestly as far as I can remember, I was fascinated by 
old cars and but in particular when I was eight years old I had a paper route in West Seattle and I used to remember seeing the high school kids drive driving Model A Fords in their early hot rods this would have been in the uh, mid 50s mm -hmm. and one particular house that I would go to uh, the young man was in high school West Seattle High School had a Model A 29 two-door sedan and it was painted metallic green with white naugahyde interior. Cool. <laughs> uh, really caught my eye. But one day I, when I was going by, he and two of his friends had the Model A parked under a tree and they had a chain over the big uh, limb and they were lifting the engine out of the car. Oh, goodness. And I stood there and I couldn't believe what was happening. Yeah. That was the most intriguing thing. And for some reason, I was at that point, I decided I want to have a Model A Ford. Well, you know, you hit high school, you buy your first car. I told my dad I want to buy a Model A Ford. And his answer was, absolutely not. You're not going to waste your money on, on an old car. So as soon as I graduated that summer, I bought a Model A Ford. <laughs> Once you were free. Yeah. Once I was free. And I just received from MOFCA, which is the Model A Ford Club of America, my 50-year membership pin. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> it's been a long time. I've had a lot of Model A Fords. Uh, I love them. They get under your skin. There's something about a Model A that uh, a lot of people get to experience. They're still extremely popular. The Model A Ford clubs are very active. Yeah. I use my Model A less just because of the speeds. Uh, it's a 50-mile-an-hour car. So yeah. I used to get on I-5 and drive to Portland and Vancouver. You're and kidding? In a Model A? Yeah, back back when I in the seventies. Yeah, wow, wow. caravan I five drive into Seattle, no problem. Valley Freeway, not today. <laughs> not yeah, a little too crazy out there today. Speeds are too fast, and a lot of inattentive drivers. Well, you've had so many amazing cars. You have currently have some amazing cars, but you've had so many, and you mentioned all those Model A's. What was your first really special car? Maybe that first collector car that you went, ah, oh, yeah, this starts it all. Well, I restored a Model A in the in the late 70s, a, a convertible sedan, a very rare car. And I drove it to Gordon Apker's affair yes. in Des Moines, uh, probably 1979. And uh, at that point, Gordon came up to me with the car and says, oh, this is really a nice car. He said, but why don't you get a good car, a big car? <laughs> and uh, well, I, I got to know Gordon very well over the next few years. I joined the Classic Car Club of America, our Northwest region, and I bought my first Classic, which was a, a Lincoln, I just a, a big Ford, a 1929 Lincoln. But I began going to lunch with a group of guys from the Classic Car Club. They would meet every Saturday in Des Moines at the Blockhouse. Gordon Apker, Dean Spencer, Tom Crook, Ed Rittenhouse. Wow, uh, yeah. Larry Justice. These are names that go that go back into the 70s and 80s. Wonderful group of guys. We met every Saturday for lunch, and I really admired their cars and their collection. Well, I'm I'm a st struggling dentist with a family, and I've got a, a Lincoln that's you know the bottom of the barrel <laughs> classics. Yeah. Uh, no, not really. They're great cars. But I, I decided, you know, I really would like to get, move up and, and do a great car mm -hmm. and realized that doing what I was doing uh, with my office, I could never afford to do that. 
So I was watching what they were doing, and these guys are buying and selling cars and whatever. And I went out and I got a dealer's license. This would have been the late 80s. I was able to get a dealer's license. And for about 10 years, I spent one day a week basically as a car, as a vintage car dealer. Very few people know this. Wow. And bought and sold a lot of cars and went through the muscle car era, had some of the, the rarest muscle cars. And that market, 1989, 1990, the market was going crazy. Yeah. And you could buy a car one week and double your money the next week if you bought the right, if you found the right cars. But anyway, saved up enough money to buy a 1934 Packard uh, V12 convertible Victoria Dietrich designed and uh, worked with Murray's for two years doing a what was to begin with a nice driving restoration but because of the rarity of the car turned into a Pebble Beach restoration mm. <laughs> and in 1974 we showed it I'm sorry 1994 showed it for the first time in one best of show at the Everett Concours and then moved on the same summer to Forest Grove, Oregon, and won Best of Show at Forest Grove. Moved Final detailing, 1995, took it to Pebble Beach and won Best in Class. Wow. So it was kind of a, a dream of a lifetime. To do Pebble Beach one time is, is a dream and was very fortunate to take it all the way. So that kind of was a car that will always be remembered as probably my favorite car. It was a spectacular car. When we finished the project after a year, I realized I could not afford to drive the car. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and this happens to so many people. Mm -hmm. uh, I figured if we drove it on one classic car caravan, which would have been a week of touring, it would have depreciated by $50,000. Oh, yeah. And I, I couldn't afford that at that time with children and sure. family and everything else. So anyway, the car was sold and it went to a big collection in Michigan. A uh, fellow had 300 cars. When he sold the car, it went to a major collection in Florida. It sold for over $600,000 at wow. that time. This, wow. this was a long time ago. It's a spectacular car. Yeah. But anyway, that was kind of the car that I will always remember is kind of being the highlight of, uh, to do a Pebble Beach restoration, it's not something that you take on every day. No, and, no nor lightly. And today they say the cost to take a car to Pebble Beach to do a restoration, you're looking minimum of a half a million dollars on up. Oh, so yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's become quite place. a quite a high entry fee. Well, of course, the Forest Grove Concour, Alan Stevens, he's he's the one who originally said you got to have Gerald on your show, and so uh, shout out to him. He's been a past guest here as well, and I've yes. helped help support that event, and uh, it'll be back next year, bigger and better than ever. Gerald, I'm going to be your psychologist today. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle parked in your garage, what would Gerald Greenfield be? seriously thought about that question and came down to two cars. It would either be a Corvette or a Model A Ford. <laughs> well, there again, there, both, both ends of the stick here with you, Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've had a, I've had a number of Corvettes. I, I love Corvettes. I have a Corvette that I bought back about two years ago, a car, one that I owned 40 years ago. And it's an extremely rare Corvette, a ZR1 Corvettes, Everybody knows them as for today for their high performance. The first ZR1 Corvettes were sold 1970 to 1972, and only 53 cars were sold during those three years. 
And they were basically a, a race car package that Corvette offered. Mm -hmm. In 1971, they only sold eight ZR1 Corvettes, seven T-tops and one convertible. And I bought that convertible in 1979. Wow. And my, my wife and I used it with the Corvette Club for autocrossing and drag racing. And I sold it when my daughter was born about three years later. And it, it really disappeared from, uh, from, uh, from me. I didn't know where it went. Ended up in a major collection. And it came up for sale about three years ago, and I was able to buy the car oh back. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. It's the only ZR1 convertible that was sold in 1971. Only eight cars were sold. And it was they were set up for uh, SCCA B production racing. So it's a... Yeah, it's a it's kind of a race car with a the skin of a typical '71 Corvette. Exciting car. So I, I love anyway. I love Corvettes. I love the styling. I love the performance. Model A Fords. I love the durability, the dependability. They were so well made. They are still admired today after all these years. They are sought after. They're timeless. Mm -hmm. So yeah. two very different cars. I mean, there's the world. There's so many wonderful cars out there, but these are cars that have been part of my life for some for such a long time. Absolutely, two uh, very different parts of your personality there combined into one. I love it. Well, we're entering the last lap. I'm going to have you uh, give me some quick blips of that ZR1 throttle as we fire through these questions. What's one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your successes in life? Honesty, just being honest and straightforward. The other thing is. Enjoying your friendships, your personal friendships, yeah. taking good care of your friends, your Absolutely. best of friends. Those are your can be your lifelong buddies. Yeah. And that's been very important in my life. Uh, absolutely. Now, if I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? Well, I've been a Ford guy, Ford Lincoln, for a long time. I, I love Lincoln Classics. I would have to say uh, Edsel Ford. Henry didn't drink, so I, I couldn't sit down with Henry, but <laughs> Edsel was a classy guy. When Ford bought Lincoln, uh, Edsel was given command of Lincoln, the Lincoln Motor Car Company, and that was, I think, 1923, and he brought Lincoln you know, up the ranks to being one of the finest classics, uh, comparable, if not better, I hate to say it, to Packard, and you ask people that restore cars, Lincolns were so well built, mm -hmm. but anyway, I think Edsel was a, from a integrity his style his style his vision un unbelievable so that would be something you know i'm really surprised i believe you're one of the very few if only person ever mentioned a lot of people mentioned henry ford but etzel is kind of left in the dust which is very odd to me but uh when you get to know more about him like you do i can see why you'd love to sit down with him now when it comes to old cars collecting restoring enjoying old cars what's the best automotive advice someone has ever offered you it would be buy only what you really love because if the, quote, economy turns or for whatever reason that car is sitting in your garage and it's not worth anything, you still love it. Yeah. You walk out the door and there it is and it makes you feel good. Buy only what you really love that turns you on. And the other thing I've heard is you can never overpay for the best. So uh, there's another another part of that loving what you get. Now, when it comes to resources, is there one in particular you'd like to share that you really enjoy, a go-to for you? You know, I'm not restoring anything. I haven't here for the last few years. But as far as a resource, I'm going to go back to LeMay America's Car Museum. 
It offers so much. It offers friendships. It offers people with knowledge. I mean, if you're involved with that museum, it's amazing what you can learn and who you associate with. So I highly recommend that. Join uh, Club Auto. Enjoy the tours uh, that Haggerty and that the museum put on. We just uh, had a Wine and Wheels tour over to Vashon Island here about three weeks ago. Had a wonderful Saturday drive. They're continually doing things like that. So get involved. Definitely, definitely get involved. Now, is there a book that you've read, Gerald, that you think others would really enjoy as well? Well, I had a hard time on that also because I get probably 20 periodicals a month. Car Club magazines, Sports Car Market, Hemmings, Old Cars. If I can get through one an evening, (laughs) I'm doing good. So I honestly haven't read a, a book here recently. When I fly, though, um, I do love to take a book along where you're on a long flight, like heading to South Carolina for the Hilton Head Concord. I love adventure stories. Uh, Tom Clancy and, and uh, Clive Cussler. I love their books. I've read them all. So it's not automotive related. It's just a getaway, relax, enjoy a good story. There you go. Two great authors there. All right, we're up to the checkered flag here, Gerald, and the last question could be a bit of a doozy to mention a great car, Mark. I'm going to buy you a collector car today, anything in the world. But if you've listened to Cars Yeah, you know there's some rules to this little game since I'm writing that big check. I have a feeling with you it might be a big check. You already have your prize collection, but if there's one, one car that ticks all the boxes that you would walk out to and smile and say, that's the car I'm going to drive today, what would it be? Well, you're getting off the hook. I, I, well, cool. Okay. Woohoo. My wife will like that. <laughs> there you go. If I could only keep one car, it would be my 2011 Mercedes SLS AMG. And the reason it's a fabulous tour car, it's a supercar performance wise, style wise. I could never afford an original of, of 55 uh, Mercedes going or, or the Roadster. That would be out of my price range. Maybe it's in yours. Maybe that's what I should ask for. <laughs> but um, I, I had a two, 2005 Ford GT that I loved. A fabulous car, but it was a day toy. Yeah, You couldn't travel with the car. There was absolutely no room in that car to carry anything right. other than a woman's purse <laughs> would fit up under the front bonnet. There's a little space up there. Yep. It's so hot, her lipstick would melt all over the purse. So, <laughs> so that doesn't work. Well, I I saw the unveiling of the Mercedes at Pebble Beach in summer of 2010, and I drove one down there. And I was very impressed. It has a a great trunk that carries luggage. It has a shelf behind the seats that you can lay a wardrobe bag on. And I thought, you know, if I'm going to drive a car from here to Pebble Beach, this is the car I would love to be driving. And so I came home, thought about it, sold my Ford GT, and ordered this Mercedes from Phil Smart Sr. in Seattle. And that was just before he passed away. So it's a special car. It took seven months to get it. I love the car. We're probably going to drive it to Walla Walla this weekend on a wine tour. Nice. And it's it's a fabulous road car. But style-wise, it's a classic Maybe not quite what the originals are, but it, it will be eventually. So, well, of course. You know, I mean, everything about the car is cool. 563 horsepower, 6.2 liter V8. I mean, the thing moves, has tons of torque, tons of power. 
but comfort, it really does tick all the boxes. It does it all. And for a guy like you that likes to drive, I can see why you've decided that's a keeper. I always love those cars. They're fantastic. So uh, nice, nice choice. And you're very fortunate. One of the very few Cars Yeah alumni who has that dream car already in their garage. So I'm very fortunate. Thank kudos you. Kudos to you for sure. Gerald, you've taken me on a fun ride. I'm so excited that I finally got you here on Cars Yeah. I've really enjoyed you sharing your stories. You bring such a nice element to Cars Yeah here. Before I let you go, though, could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off to that winery in Walla Walla in that beautiful Mercedes SLS AMG? Well, I think I mentioned this earlier, but only buy what you truly love. Yeah, absolutely. That's always been my my model. <laughs> absolutely. Now, being a retired yeah. guy, I would assume, you know, you don't have a, a business website or anything. Are you active on social media or is the best way to, to uh, research you is basically through the LeMay Museum? Um, it could be that way, but I'll give you my email address if somebody wanted to talk about something. Oh, thank you. It's uh, greenfieldwa at msn.com. There you go. This is guy is a plethora of knowledge, and you'll see him on the Concord lawns when we all get out of lockdown and we're back out enjoying these vehicles. But in the meantime, do what Gerald does. Take your car for a drive this weekend. Enjoy it. Get together with people, even if it's just a few. Of course, we all have to be a little careful how we act around people these days, but be careful. Be healthy, have fun. But Gerald, most of all, I want to thank you for spending some time with us today and sharing your incredible passion with cars and history. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah. And I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at carsyeah.com. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting. But what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up! 
a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!